Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production. A dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Long live Box. Box is dead. Um, Ekron. Ekron, you salty old man. You. Are you alive? You are just barely alive. <laughs> um, your, your mount, though, your little animal bro, he is not. He is not good. He is dead. So, that big badass breath attack um, came at you. You can expect that one won't come at you super soon. But you might want to deal with this thing before that happens. Uh, but that's its turn. All right, Leaf, uh, get him. Well, if Riley <laughs> would get up off his knees. Now, now Leaf will continue to heal himself, I believe. I uh, do. You, yes. I have so, healing three. So yes, you you will eventually get up off your own merit. Um, so long as your wild shape persists. Uh, which it lasts for eight hours. Okay, so yeah, very hard to kill. Uh, for okay, now. let's not exaggerate. <laughs> um, was, this was one one like standard action, <laughs> and that was the toned down version. Um, <laughs> I could have done the twenty six d eight one. I think it was. Oh, you coward! <laughs> what was kidding. it? Let me let me actually look at it. No, it's just twenty two. So it was only four more dice. So, truth. Gets closer. He's almost there. Shadow, uh, it is your turn. And uh, you just had this come down on you. You uh, dodged out of... out of. It's all the... right. Is this dragon within 120 feet? It is. Um, you did just also... I, I know Shadow doesn't care about this, but Nisa might. Uh, you just turn, watched uh, Box like stand up, look at this thing, and just turn to fucking Ash. Yeah, well, like Nisa is not ash. here right now. Um, oh, Nisa will be here later. Yeah, well, Nisa will care about it later. So I'm going to uh, take Voy's Edge. And okay. because Voy's Edge, one of its things, is it immediately returns to your hand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a full out attack, which will give me two attacks plus spend a, a surge or thingy to do my mythic attack as well. Alright. My and question is, can I do my mythic attack first or does it have to come at the end? Oh, you can do it anywhere. Then okay. I will be going against flat-footed and ignoring DR for the all three attacks. Alright. I mean, it would cut through its DR anyway. It's got DR right. magic, so. But, here we go. So, the first one is a 30 to hit. That will hit. Um, does the holy damage go through? Yep. Yeah. All it right, is so chaotic I'm evil. going to do uh, two 
star knife damage. And do you have strength mod? Because you had that. Oh, okay, yeah. So four uh, star knife damage and eight holy damage. All right. <laughs> Attack two. Does a twenty nine hit its flat footed? Yes. So that's five normal damage and <clears throat> ten holy damage. All right. Attack three. Does a 21 hit its flat-footed? No. All right. All right. He dealt 27 damage to it. That's not yes. bad at all. Yes. But if I remember correctly, Void's Edge disappears now. Um, roll me a D percentile. That would be a 62. Okay, yeah, it disappears. So that was... a. A rather effective turn. Um, Riley, make your will save. Arisa will get to try to. Okay. Fuck no, Arisa's to die. Uh, nope, it's only a 16. Do you want to surge? If a 21 failed, I don't even think a you good surge will get me. barely fucking missed it. Yeah, I'm not going to bank on my chances of getting a 6 on D6. Okay, okay fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Leaf, you heal. A little bit. <laughs> One, okay. two, three. Right? Three? Yes. Okay, three. I, I healed you three. Yeah. Um, box, you dead. Void. Uh, void was unfazed by that. Void is going to attempt something, which <gasps> is not likely to... Do anything, but hey, the dragon might roll a one. That dragon son of a bitch. A he removed uh, my access to Box's character sheet. Now I can't even look at my deceased buddy. What? No, I didn't. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the sheet's closed up. Oh, did kill it? Oh, hold on. Let me see if making him not dead anymore changes That's that. That's funny as shit. <laughs> he gone, gone. Try now. No, you know what? I, I chose to recruit Wilhelm as my new animal companion. Okay, Wilhelm's not an animal companion. <laughs> oh, he will be. I'll try now. He should have access I mean, there's to always him. wasabi. No, it's it's cool. I'm I'm not worried about it. I don't I don't need to like gaze longingly into the eyes of my newly deceased companion. <laughs> you, you get on, I'll be here stopping my bleeding. Okay. <laughs> um uh, void thing didn't work, but that's pretty much all he can try against this thing. Uh, Akron uses a swift to give himself the thingy because he can, uh, because now his, his buddy bow is dead. That's a crit threat. Uh, the other one's a hit too. So let's see, that doesn't confirm, but that's two hits, which is good. Plus three is 18 damage total. Uh, but Ekron is also going to be making his way back into some more of the trees. He's going to yell out, we need to go. Uh, he's very, very hurt. Um, or wait, no, he, he's not as hurt as I think he is because I forgot he has Aspect of the Mouse, which makes him take half damage from that. So I give him back 35, 30, 38 damage. I give him back 38 damage. There we go. He's not as bad. He's He's still up. But he's still advising. Caution. Um, would his thingy still be alive? It would. Because it also had aspect of the mouse. 
All right, so his, his thing's alive. He's going to hop on it instead, and that will be his move. Um, Truth gets here. <laughs> Finally. And he's going to spend a, a, a swift to mark this thing with smite. Because, um, I mean, running his ass up, that's all he can do at the moment. Make sure. And I think that fixes all the people I skipped. Uh, and listeners, you probably noticed some continuity fuck-ups that I made. Oh, fucking well. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a big fucking combat. I'm sorry. Uh, it happens. A uh, big fucking dragon was next because Void did the thing and failed. Uh, the big fucking dragon goes and... He doesn't want you dead. He wants to collect you. Uh, he's going to cast um, the same spell he did earlier. So everybody give me saves, except for Riley. Or actually, yeah, Riley, you two give me a save, because this will determine whether or not the timer resets, at least. What are the descriptors on this spell so I know whether I get my bonuses? Uh, mind affecting and language dependent. Uh, it's also a compulsion. Don't worry about Riley. <laughs> hey, Rousseau fucking that Tony that instead of his recovery one. Uh, 25. Background pass. 25 will pass. Leaf's unconscious, it doesn't matter. Uh, truth will pass. Uh, oh, you're also getting a um, void. Void still fails, however, and he will get down on the ground and on his turn on his next turn and be all bowy and shit. Um so then it's going to be Ekron's turn. Ekron is going to fly charge this bitch. Um that's a failure on that bite, but he's gonna shoot too, and that's a same fucking number and a failure to hit. Um but he's up in its face, so that counts for something. That makes it um truth's turn. Truth is going to. Uh, does Truth have any ranged attacks? <laughs> I mean, he has his star knives because we all carry them. That's true. But they only have a range increment of 20 feet. Yeah, but that's only going to be put it into the second range increment to shoot at this fucker. Uh, do they have an expanded crit range? Perhaps. Uh, here, I will tell you what they have. Uh, no, but they have a times three critical. Oh, that was real quick. He hits with both of them. He hits with both of them, but neither of them are a crit. They're so close. <laughs> Those two 19s in a row. Fucking with smite. And they're a d4, right? Yes, they're a d4. Unless his have some kind of something on them that give anything else to it. No, I don't think his are all that great. All right, I'll give him sharp one. So they'll do an extra damage. Um, another 27 damage. <clears throat> so these two star knives go up and, uh, and slice into the dragon and then fall to the ground beneath the dragon. Uh, because they are not returning. They're just, they, they fly up and they fall. But that's his full round action, and it brings it back to Shadow. Okay, so Shadow 
is how far is she from this dragon? Um, from minimum distance to hit, or like, is she off to the side? Is she directly under it? Uh, she's in front and below, uh, because it like flew up a little bit, turned around, backed away, and blew the, and it hasn't moved since uh, blasting. Oh, I should actually roll to see if it fell. It did not fall. Okay. So, um, how high up is it? Um, 30 feet off the ground at this point. All right. One last time. We're going to try to teleport up. Not necessarily on its head. Its back is fine. Okay. That will make things easier for you. Make a ride or climb. That would be a 25 to climb. 25. Would you like to surge that? Sure. Uh, so add another six to it. Uh, that will succeed. And then you remember that plus three shocking short spear? Yeah. She's going to shove it into his back. All right. Make an attack roll. I get to attack three times. Once for my special and I get two attacks. I thought your uh, teleport oh, yeah, was a move though. I, that's, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I can't do it but twice. Okay. So, that's a possible crit. Okay. Does a 26 confirm against flat-footed? Uh, you are flanking with Ekron right now, so that would actually be a 28 uh, against its flat, and... Uh, fuck it, I'll say you have a high ground bonus, so yes. All right, so... It's going to do... Uh, Let's see, seven times two, that's 14 normal damage. Okay. Um, now, you did not tell me how much damage the Black Lightning does. It's a D6. Yeah, so does that double on a crit as well? No, that does not. Okay, so five damage of Lightning. Okay, so 14 plus five. Mm-hmm. 19. By 19. All right. Uh, it's looking pretty fucking hurt, and it seems to be making moves to try and leave. Well, I'm riding it, so it's going to have a hard time getting away from me. You're, you're on it at the moment, and you still have another attack, too. So, uh, 29 against its flat-footed? 29 against its flat-footed? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Wee-wee. Okay, so that will be... Six normal and uh, four shocking. Six normal, four shocking. Uh, oh, that's just ten. Carpet eater. It is looking very, very close. Um. All right, uh, Riley, make your roll. Yes. Uh, let's see. 17 on the die plus three blink brings me to 20. That sounds like a good time for a surge. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and surge. Uh, that 20 kicks up to a 23. That will pass. Uh, you are prone, but may otherwise spend your actions as you wish. Uh, I'll see if Russo gets up. Um, with your meager bonus, poor Russo. No, that does not. It was a lot better. It was a lot better, but it wasn't enough. There's a lot better than two. Okay. Then... 
What does the situation even look like at this point? Um, the dragon <laughs> is more or less above you. Um, I, I think not exactly, so you can probably see that um, shadows on its back. Uh, it's looking pretty fucked up, looking like it's uh, uh, going to fly away. There is a box standing in the middle of the battlefield, slowly crumbling into ash and dust. Uh, there is a si similarly um, ashen-looking, but slowly revitalizing-looking uh, mini box, uh, which is you would know as Leaf. Um, uh, Void is making like grippy hands in the direction of the dragon. Uh, it looks like Truth is about to charge forward towards a pair of star knives sitting on the ground. Ekron is up in the dragon's face with his uh, with his wolf bat, uh, but looking fairly hurt. Great. Um, and uh, Rousseau is bowing to it on the ground. I'm assuming we were like. Oh wait, no. Void is bowing too. I forgot about that. Sorry. Okay. And uh, how far is the dragon from Riley in the air? Um, he is thirty feet off the ground, which would put him twenty-five feet above you. Oh. Like from from your top. Okay. Okay. I have a play. Then. Um, so, because I'm assuming uh, maybe like that Bradley was like knew what was going on while he was forced to. Yeah, you're, you're you know. aware of your surroundings within reason. Um, so having just struggled to uh, regain his composure um, without like wasting a second, Riley's going to kip up as a move action. And um, in the process, he's going to kind of like hold up his rapier like He-Man and discharge a lightning bolt from it. All right. Uh, okay, so this is actually dependent on the caster level with the items. So give me a second. Okay, seal 12. Nice. Um, so I'll roll. And that will overcome its CR uh, or SR. <laughs> CR. <Ooh. laughs> cool. All right. Uh, so you, you do get to you do get to do your lightning bolt. Fuck. All right. Cool. Uh, I believe that's 46 lightning damage. It is. Okay, uh, 14. 14. All right. Die 14. It seems to have hurt it a great deal from what health it has remaining and has spurned it into a almost panicked flight. All right. Riley's going to also offer a little bit of uh, of a taunt, I guess. Um, at this point, and he's just gonna like as this lightning bolt crashes into the dragon from his sword, he's gonna call up and just hold out his free hand to the side and say, "Come down and collect your prize." Uh, let me just roll a percentile here to see if it's even gonna bother listening to anything <laughs> anybody is saying right now. It's super not. fair. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Has two hit points left. Um. Oh man! Don't <laughs> tell me that. <laughs> uh, so it is. It is now Leaf's turn. You heal up three more. Boop boop. boop. Yeah, I do. Really getting there. Uh, you are getting there. You are alive. Um, mm -hmm. uh, let me see if it has a desperation. It does. Okay, so it's gonna make a move to try and knock off Shadow. 
Do you did you want to do a ride to try and hang on? Is that what we were doing? I mean, it's your call. Uh, I was just confused because every time I've tried to ride a dragon before, you had me rank rides to try to stay on, and this time you said it was CMD. But oh, yeah, I, I had it try like you were grappling it successfully. So, so um, like whichever you want to do, we will do. Uh, I'll let you pick. Which would you prefer? Uh, well, I have a chance of rolling better than I than my CMD. So okay, so we'll make opposed rolls. Uh, go ahead and roll your ride. That would be a twenty-three, which is actually one better than my CMD. So okay, well, unfortunately, it does. It just does a full fucking barrel roll. Uh, with yeah, you on top of fine. it and dumps you. Uh, make me an acrobatics. Uh, 27. 27. Okay, so you will negate one and non-lethal one. So you take six non-lethal damage and you take Hold 13 on, lethal damage. And 13 <clears throat> lethal? Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. All right. Uh, and it... Um, the wolf bat gets to try and take a bite at it, and of course it rolls shit. Uh, so it kind of it flies a portion of its fly distance away, but not all the way. As it turns and takes a deep breath, I now need everyone. Uh, this time with a uh, plus four bonus and improved evasion, uh, as the trees have continued to stand further and further upward. Uh, to make me reflex saves. Uh, one from me? Yep, I get one from you too. Uh, I'll be, I believe it's at a minus four penalty for a 28. out. You're ready to lose your elf. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, you got a 28? Yep. Riley? Uh, hold on. 36. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pass. Um, um, Leaf, would you like to be using your mana now? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me take a quick look and see. You've got four mana currently, I believe. Uh, that's correct. Uh, okay, so let me see. I believe you have just the cheat death thing. So um, you can choose to just pass basically and cheat death okay. I um, do that. if you want or you can choose to re-roll and do that I think twice let's go with the sure thing <laughs> okay uh, question from my standpoint um, is there any way that I could even settle for maybe even taking some damage or um, burning a surge to maybe even increase my reflex save higher to help out Russo at all even making him take slightly less damage, give him a small bonus to his reflex save. Um, uh, sure. Um, I'll let you spend your mana on somebody who's adjacent to you, uh, if you want. Okay, he gets a reflex save, even though he's yes, he 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 take he's prone, so he's taking a minus uh two, I believe. I think is that what prone does? Let me look. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, did he roll already? Uh, he did roll already. 
Um, okay. I have not revealed the results of his roll. Okay. Then... Uh, and and do keep in mind that the damage is halved anyway because you all have improved evasion from the cover. Uh, oh. Well, I... Oh, eh, it's a good thing. It's the right thing to do. He's only here because of me. Yeah, um... I'll give him the extra bonus to the d20 roll. It's usually a plus four if it's after the roll, but I don't know what the result is if I'm using it on his part. Um, otherwise, it's a plus eight before the roll. So whatever you want. <laughs> oh, use um, one of my... Yeah, I'll treat it as before since you don't know the result. Um, like you don't even know what he rolled. Um, and uh, it looks like there's no prone penalty. So uh, he passes and takes no damage. Um, void. Uh, he gets to search because he has mythic one that will pass. And truth. Oh, truth fails. Hmm. It's a lot of shadow d6s thrown across fantasy crowns. Those are shadow d8s. Oh, never mind. <laughs> that explains um, why they hurt. So, um, truth uh, takes. 49 damage. He's still up. Um, he's hurt, but he's still up. Um, uh, and I believe everybody else passed. Uh, I mean, Void doesn't even need to roll. He's immune to this. Oh, I didn't roll for Ekron. Ekron, you actually don't have the improved cover. You just have normal cover. That'll pass. What about your doofy boy that will not uh, okay so Ekron's gonna fall out of the air uh, oh, I need d6s for that and he'll take 24 damage and he's very badly hurt but not down alright um, so that makes it Ekron's turn Ekron is going to stand up and shoot and of course he fucking misses uh, Truth Truth gets over grabs a star knife uh, and throws it, and that's a mess. Um, Shadow, it is your turn. Yep. Um, we're going to launch the spear at the dragon, I suppose. All right, make an attack roll. Um, I take it you're doing it with your special, or does that require a melee? Uh, good question. Let me scroll down here because I copy everything to my sheet. Melee or ranged attack, but they'd have to be within 30 feet. Uh, I think if you move, you can get that close. Okay, then we are launching the spirit. It's a special attack. Uh, 27, 28, 29, 30. Yep, that'll hit. All right. And so we're going how do you do want to it? do this? Because you can't not down it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she's just like javelin style chunking the spear. There, she is not Nisa right now. There is no emotion involved with this. I didn't know if you wanted to do something cool. No, Shadow don't care about cool. The Shadow cares about dead. All right. So you chuck this thing. And it pierces straight through its its chest scales or its belly scales it is straight into center mass and the it gives a few more heavy flaps before crashing into the ground below 
for which it will take 3d6 of additional damage. Uh, go ahead and roll damage just to see if it's dead dead or not. Okay, well, let's see. Do, 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 it do. doesn't take any fall damage because of its DR. Mm-hmm. So, eight normal and uh, five lightning. And that does di- bypass DR and everything. So. It is down. It's not dead. I know it says there that it's dead. It's not dead. It's down. Because I'm one of those people that... Well, it's fixing to be dead. Monsters don't die at zero. Okay. Because, um, I mean, technically, she can still chunk her two star knives at it if she needs to. All right. Um. So the dragon crashes down. Ekron descends upon it. Uh, leave you heal three more. Uh, box is dead. Void runs up to you, Shadow. And he, like, can't really mechanically do anything, but he, like, puts his hands on your shoulders and, and just, like, looks you in the eyes. Um, Truth, he, like, looks at that. And uh, I'm going to make him roll for some roll. That's a really low roll, so... Uh, Shadow is still Shadow and not paying attention, so I'm not going to have her roll. Uh, but he looks away and uh, runs over to Leaf. Uh, leans down and provides a lay on hands of nine points, uh, which should put you back to waking. Yeah. So he gives a big old gasp of air and... I think he just tries to take in what's happening. You're surrounded by a lot of like utterly just destroyed um, like vegetation. Like the trees were like standing back up and then they withered away, but they were still kind of there, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And most of them are dead, dead. But, uh, and I know one at least is. Yes, Box stands amongst them. A crumbling, uh, crumbling monolith of a tram. Um, let's see. Let me get through the thing. Truth is done that, um, which effectively moves you down below him. The battle's over. So, uh, we'll start with what is Shadow doing? Shadow will look up at the void and ask him, uh, can you heal yourself, brother? I'm fine. I can. It will take some time. She will nod her head and walk over to Ekron and handing her other filter. Uh, Ekron's over there. Uh, he's standing over the uh, the dragon. Uh, you can tell he's about to deliver a coup de grace. Um, uh, he's got an arrow and he's trying to like shove it through the eye socket. <laughs> but uh, he 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 like nods to you, uh, quickly grabs it and, and, like, holds it in his offhand while he tries to do this. Riley, um, you, you used your mana, um, and what, one, one of the things, like, this came out and, like, there was this sort of almost misty sort of force field that helped to divert yet more of the, uh, negative energy, the gray flame 
uh, away from him uh, that was wrapping between the trees. A similar thing happened to Leaf, uh, although as opposed to bending to his will, it effectively acted on its own, sort of in a self-preservation sort of sort of way. But uh, Rousseau, the spell is broken for him, and he he's like shaking his head, and he's starting to get up. Yeah, Riley's gonna help him up, and he he doesn't seem particularly injured. Like he, I think he took a little bit of damage, but nothing serious. Yeah, fall um, damage. Yeah. Is like, what happened? Uh, Riley gestures and then like he gestures out like off to where everyone is and then pauses for a moment and goes yeah you probably can't see anyone any better than I can um from the sound of crashing and the uh death cries that I heard I would wager that we've won in no small part to the actions of our allies well hey failing that protected you from the bad shit (laughs) <laughs> to be fair. No, that's super legit. <laughs> um, Is there any, like, signs or sounds of what happened to the owl? I, I might have missed uh, one. She, she is... Uh, she stayed flying. Like, she tried to grab Rousseau, but failed. Uh, then just tried to stay out of the dragon's way because it is a terrifying creature. That's super smart. Good for her. She is just an animal. Uh Great. So, yeah, Riley's just going to tell Russo, why don't you summon your companion, make sure that she's okay, while I check on ours. All right. And he'll stand up and he'll whistle a few times before uh, uh, Winnie uh, flaps down from between the trees. Right. And I I think one of the things that you mentioned, Riley, noticing was the um, corpse of box. You monster, you fucking sort of... monster. God damn it, Sean. You had one job. It was to keep Box alive, you bastard. <laughs> he, he he stands there as he did just before uh, being uh, stripped of all of his life. Uh, his, his bark and wood withered and dry and crumbling. So I feel like Riley like passes that spot because he has to get in rather close to actually really see um, any particular details because the light source that's spinning around his head, I suppose. Um, so like he passes by that spot and slows down just to like look at it and like come to understand what happened. But after like passing by Box's stationary corpse, he intends to make his way to see how Leaf is doing. Leaf still being in his form is emitting a small amount of light and thus an easy point to pin cool. in on. Uh, you notice that um, Void is kneeling over him uh, and uh, Leaf seems to just be gaining consciousness. Truth is kneeling over him. What? I said Void, didn't I? Uh, yes, yep. Truth. Truth Truth is kneeling over him. It's been a lie this whole time. Shame. Yes. Um... So, um, stepping back in the other direction, Void will approach Shadow uh, as Ekrin uh, smashes this arrow uh, into the dragon, uh, killing it. Um, and like the dragon sort of like tenses and uh, 
you know, it, it rattles, it twitches some for a few moments before falling back limp. And Shadow, or um, Void is just standing near, nearby. Um, uh, Shadow would probably be aware that he's likely waiting for Nisa to come out. Uh, but it's up to Shadow when Shadow uh, determines that happens. Shadow uh, looks at Ekron and is just very much, she's like, can you harvest the blood? Yes, and a few other things that went better than expected. Take whatever you want, but uh, I want as much of this blood as possible. There's buckets of it. The more, the better. All right. And he'll stand up and... Uh, Drink his filter? <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking like, uh, healing, please. Chugs, he gets 17 hit points back. Which is a hell of a lot better than nothing. I'm sorry I killed Box. But it was smart to send the rest of everybody away. Yeah. Yeah, that was like I know. Out of game and in game. That that was just something that had to happen. Uh I yeah, it's okay. It was also very smart to take it into the woods. Never fight a dragon over open ground. Yeah, I was even hesitant about like keeping Russo around, but I was like, if I'm gonna do anything with this dragon, I need his ability to fly. So I, I like, uh, of course, y'all failed to save and didn't get to do it. But what I had Russo doing to distract it was he was readying a move action, uh, to basically avoid any attack it could do, including a breath attack, uh. And by flying under or over it, like in between its wings and shit. I see. Uh, because uh, he's got a decent ride, and, we, and when he has a good fly, um, and that's essentially the uh, when it when it comes down to uh, close combat, uh, that's not just hit, 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 hit. That's how Ekron fights dragons. That makes sense. Because dragons fly really fast. But they're not real good at turning quickly. That's also kind of what I was hoping that we had a slight advantage over. Uh, I mean, that's why it crashed because it tried to do the 180 and it failed. Cool. Uh, and so, like, it was able to slowly descend. It didn't really take any damage, but it still crashed into the woods. Yeah. No, I'm super oh, satisfied with how that played out. Yep, y'all <laughs> killed a hodgepodge somewhere between 50. CR-15, CR-18 dragon. I wrote it. <laughs> you did. On I'll be right back. Rack. I'm glad you got the kill shot. Yeah, but it was Shadow instead of Denise, so Shadow don't even care. <laughs> That's okay. The next box that comes in will be bigger and stronger. Box two? Mm-hmm. Damn. I was surprised he let me have uh, Blade's Edge. I usually only get it when taken out of Mark. The dragon wasn't marked. So I was surprised that that he let me have it, but that was cool. I got to do something about these reflex saves. They've almost killed me twice. I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. Need, you need wow. a build of dexterity. Man, it must suck to not have great saving throws. God, Leaf, man, that must be <laughs> such a turnoff for your character to roll poorly on saving throws. Oh, man, I you mean, almost like, died. Oh, boy, leave. 
I mean, that's this is like the second time I've been like several HP away from dead, like uh, near full to dead in the span of like a round. And if it wasn't for like a lucky reflex save towards the end there well, hey, uh, and improved evasion, I would have totally been like charred. We have we have somebody to die at every turn because you can't make a reflex save. Riley can't make a will save and Shadow can't make a fort save. <laughs> Great. Any wizard can counteract at least one of us. Right. But that's that's what I was trying to do in the whole beginning to like identify the dragon because I'm just going to cast, uh, you know, energy resistance. No. <laughs> yep. Nope. You get no information. Fuck you. And that was a lot of ones. There's so many ones. Yeah, even if I had like any information on it, energy resistance doesn't even cover negative energy. I don't think there's really any druid spells that I could have used to help there. I tell you what, I'm going to keep my distance in the future. Oh, I'm sure the next time we fight a dragon will go a lot better. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna wild shape into an earth elemental and burrow into the ground. You'll never see me again. As long as you can see through the earth and keep casting spells, that's a-okay by me. <laughs> no, I'm going to burrow to the center of the earth. You'll never hear from me again. <laughs> you might find some interesting things down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. That'd be a great uh, Leafs uh, side adventure. Eterna Leaf. Dig Dug Edition. <laughs> Leaf burrows to the center of the earth to escape the dragon and instead find something far much worse. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go hang out with Rovagug. <laughs> Rovagug's in the middle of Galarian, which is the next planet over. Well. He's going to burrow so far, he's going to end up in Galarian. That's not how it works. <laughs> you don't burrow to the center of a planet and end up in the center of another planet. <laughs> you don't know. Shit can happen. It's not Treasure Planet. There's not a big portal in the middle. You don't know. I do. And you do too. You know what's in the middle of this planet. I know. A big ass bone. Yeah, a really big bone. With something related to Rovagug stuck in it. But not Rovagug. So you have now um, felled the massive dragon whom you know Dick asked Squad about. Except for the fact that it was looking for Riley, but uh, you figured out midways that it the wrong Riley, um, somebody claiming to be Riley, perhaps. It basically sicked this thing on you. I'm so hey, pissed. I know about the dragon. Nobody asked me about the dragon because I turned invisible and ran away. That's beside <laughs> the point. But I know about the dragon. I mean, that's not what I meant by know nothing, but uh, yeah, there's that too, I guess. <laughs> well. For the record, I'm just kind of standing over Ekran, watching him harvest his blood, giving him assistance if he request it. Are you still uh, full shadow? Yep. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me a s- survival or an arcana. Um, let's see. Uh, we should probably go with arcana because I neither one of them very good. But a 16. Yeah, 16. Okay, that will aid. And so uh, your blood um gets harvested uh several um things in fact are harvested scales blood fangs uh bits of bone the heart uh 
and everything that Ekron can effectively carry that is worth something uh, beyond just, oh, it's dragon meat. Um, uh, he also uh, guts its stomach, uh, but he tells you to stay back because um, this is very dangerous. And he like sits in a very precarious position and guts it as acid and the contents of its stomach are released. It's okay. I'll fill the silence. Hey, everyone. How's your day? Chris here from the Eterna podcast. Wondering, how y'all doing? Doing well? I bet you are. That's good. I'm not doing too bad either. You know, in spite of current crisis conditions, uh, I feel like it's important to uh, take comforts when they come by. Comforts like the Eterna podcast, which you're listening to right now, in case you're unaware for some reason. Uh, and now a word from hats. Box. Box. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, we're going to ignore a word from hats today. We're going to skip over that. <laughs> I believe I, Tracy has a, a few things. It was certainly a word. Uh, Tracy, do you have anything to say for our uh, audience while Sean fucks around in the background? Well, I think the important thing to remember here is that Eterna was always supposed to be a dangerous world. We just didn't realize it because we never went and did the shit we were supposed to do. So uh, this is what happens if you go do the shit you're supposed to do. Don't ever follow your DM. I don't know. Do you know? Do you remember how dangerous the melon head thing was? That was pretty dangerous. Well, for Petunia. <laughs> I mean, that's what a cool DM would do. But I mean, if you don't want to you know live up to I mean, being a cool dm you know, this isn't like it's horde this is coming out of its stomach mr Marheim, look it has many many gold pieces you should come take them for me because i do not need them oh wow look at all those electrum pieces i didn't oh, even know God. this existed anymore <gasps> cool just in time for us to describe how many electrum pieces we got from this dragon wow yeah so there are two things of use not utterly digested in this thing's stomach. Great. That is a suit of adamantine full plate. What the fuck? And a wand of locate object that is also made out of adamantine. <laughs> what? Shadow does not need no fucking uh, adamantine armor. God. No one here does. <laughs> Where? Uh... I guess there would probably be... I think silver would probably break down, but there might be some platinum and gold in there. Let me look. I'm pretty sure electrums um, are acid resistance. Uh, electrum is partially made of silver. Yeah, which means it's partially resistant to acid. <laughs> if you've ever seen an alloy dissolve due to its weaker end, you know <laughs> you're not really going to find any coins there. Um, <laughs> all right, so 47 platinum pieces... Mm -hmm. And 126 gold. Oops. Or no, not that many. This many. And 29 adamantine pieces. <clears throat> oh, uh... Those are worth a lot. But that is all that is found within its stomach. Um, and remainder of its digestive tract. Um, it ate some fucker whole. So with that, um, y'all have very little use for the remainder of this dragon's carcass and have no idea where your friends have run off to yeah 
Well, well, there. Well, he's carving up the stomach that he told me to stay away from. She will turn around and start walking back the other direction to see where Truth is at. Um, he's currently making sure that uh, Leaf is getting properly healed up, which by now, uh, because that all of that took some time, uh, he will have. And so I imagine he's actually kind of waiting near the center, uh, near where Box is for you to come out of all that void close behind. You, yeah, she'll not, walk, not, she'll walk not back truth. over to him. Um, she's still rather, rather cold. She's uh, just walks up to him and is, brother truth. Is there anything here I can do? He looks angry. What has the shadow done to upset you? Not the shadow. Nisa, and he flicks you in the forehead. Or flicks shadow in the forehead. She just kind of stares at him. He just shakes his head. He sits down. Don't you come back when you're yourself again. Don't want to talk to an assassin right now. That is how you see me. It's your purpose, isn't it? It is my purpose to eliminate tyrants. But uh, I do not consider myself an assassin. No, I am not paid for my work. I do it because I love our lady. And perhaps a better word should have been chosen. But I want to speak to my sister, not to you. She does not want to come out. She knows you are going to yell at her. I'll be waiting. Do as you please. Um, so how observant is Shadow being? Or is she just being point A to point B in to C to D to whatever. Uh, Shadow is very observant because her job requires it. Okay, so uh, go ahead and make me a perception check. 22. Uh, You'll probably notice that uh, Void sort of like as he's passing Truth while following you uh, to wherever you're headed next, uh, he'll kind of like bend over and pat him on the shoulder a little bit. A unusual uh, motion for for the pair, I guess. Yeah. But Void's <laughs> just following you. Um. So uh, nearby is Riley and uh. Leaf, leaf, uh, it doesn't take uh, but a couple of minutes for you to heal up all the way. Yeah, I think but before then, like, even whenever he's just at, like, the base 4 HP, he's, he's like, looking around, trying to get, a, I guess, an awareness of the situation. He doesn't know how long he's been out. And, uh, you know, he, he'll just kind of push himself up to his feet and... Uh, You'll just kind of hear him croak out box and stumble forward to his companion. And I think before you get there, you you already know is there's like a, a link between you. For sure. Uh, but when, when you get up there, it's just like like and the same thing with the trees, the grass here. It's like they've been dead for years. Uh not in, not in like there's cobwebs and you know, bugs and shit. There's no bug, but just like how dry and cracked and crumbling everything is. Just no level of life remaining from the negative energy that sapped it all. Riley's going to escort Leaf at 
you know, probably quietly um, to the uh, site of Box's downfall, just so that Leaf doesn't need to be alone at that point in time. The uh, backpack that Box always wears and carries things in, uh, the uh, edges of the cloth and leather frayed and rotten and it's fallen to the ground and its contents, anything organic within it, like food or such, is spoiled. Other things like metal pots, pans, uh, stuff like that, uh, so long as it was metal or stone, uh, is relatively unharmed. Paper has become very thin and brittle, but still intact. Uh, wood is split and dry, but still there. Uh, and... Uh, and he's just standing there looking kind of upward where the dragon was when he breathed down. So, I mean, I, I think he'll probably just kind of like rake his fingers across the chest. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of sensation of touch finally hammers in the nail of uh, what it is he's dealing with here, what's what's happened and so on. And... Um, I would like to pl- plumb the depths of his druidic knowledge and see what uh, paths he has to potentially restore his companion. And because the the way I've been fluffing, you know, Box and his, his Trent self has been he's just kind of like a collection of super minor spirits that kind of like collected until they formed a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's basically like. He's he's essentially a leshy, but it's it's basically like barely aware spirits until they collect and they kind of develop a personality, and so he's essentially just been dispersed, at least like you know in in my head here, and so he wants to like, what options does he have to like recollect that and gather as as much of what made box box back together. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like some kind of ritual or something that druids can do to restore their animal companions. Yeah, I, th- I think it takes like a... It's either 24 hours or a week. I think it's 24 hours. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading through right now. Uh, Make me a nature check. I was hoping you would ask me that. That is a 34. <laughs> 18 on the dice. Okay, so... <laughs> like you random that. dice gods. <laughs> you would know that in the case of Leshies, uh, the spirits are sort of like hyper-condensed and whatnot, and they burst outward and fill the area around them with, with life and uh, and botanical zhuzh. But uh, um, you know that Box isn't like that. Box's spirits, if they weren't in some way disrupted by this negative energy, which... Uh, to your knowledge, actually could very well have happened because they are an essence of life and they were bathed in the opposite of that. Uh, They might actually be gone, or if not, it's likely that they are trying to find their way back to where they came from uh, through a sort of, not like the ethereal plane, but like like a proto-natural like ley lines and things like that, which they're probably very confused and lost being in the shadow plane but seeking mm-hmm. the nearest way out, perhaps. But if, if he acts quickly, he thinks he might be able to, like, call it back? Possibly, yes. Um, it would be very difficult, and you know that you wouldn't be able to call it back into this body. This body is dead. And That's fine. 
then then he's, without powerful he's, magic would not come back. He is getting to work immediately. So he, he just kind of like brushes his hands against Box's chest, and then he just kind of like immediately starts like looking around and. Uh, the area of destruction is relatively small. It's about a, a 60 foot circle um, a diameter. So there are nearby trees, plant life, old wood to work with uh, that are still alive. Okay. Albeit they're a bit foreign to you in terms of familiarity. They hold a lot of similarity to what you're used to. Yeah. Now that is like all in character stuff out of character uh just just from like a, a player's perspective something that i thought would be really cool is like given that he was like absolutely decimated uh by by like negative energy in this case and we happen to have like a big old dragon corpse over here if he was to try and like form up uh and and like create a new vessel for these box spirits to re-inhabit could he somehow incorporate dragon parts into it and you know uh, to give it some kind of resistance to uh, the effect that killed him essentially like negative energy damage or something along those lines um see just like like a framework and then like uh wood shape around it to form like the body and then you know just say yes because that sounds cool Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, like the like most of the teeth have been pulled out, but you could use like the skull and the rib cage and most of the other large bones. Like several of these bones are too large even for a big box to, to use, but uh, like there are bits and pieces you can you can utilize. Yes, if, if I can, piled up like all the useful bits over in an area. Like it, it sounds like Leaf is going to quick work to do something that Riley has no way of really understanding. So the two things, like this, is obviously like a, a terrible moment. Um, not only has the the party lost a uh, mascot that they all loved, but Leaf has lost a companion that he's been traveling with since even before he met the party. So I, I think Riley will after giving Leaf a a noticeable moment of quiet to like take it all in and then see Leaf like start getting to work on something, uh, Riley will just like straight up ask what he's getting up to. It's, it's, it's funny because like that whole time, like he, he, after croaking out Box's name that one time, he hasn't said a word since, um, you know, he, he gets Wasabi's attention and has wasabi's not here well but i mean like wasabi would have been with the rest of the folks right mm-hmm. y'all haven't retrieved them yet then um could could i use a mythic point to like send an animal messenger to go get him and bring him back then then that's that's what he's doing like he's it, uh, supremely focused on the task here and having like a little leshy assistant to kind of like help with the whole uh process is, is kind of what he's got on his mind okay I'll say it'll take about an hour, but they'll be able to get to you. Okay. Um, and and then I, I guess if Riley stops him and says, you know, hey, what are you doing? Um, you you kind of see like in this plant form, his, his expressions seem muted somewhat. And uh, 
he he barely notices the the inquiry um and i i think he just says saving box and continues going about the work of collecting materials and you know prepping rituals and so on so the follow up question um in an out of game phrasing is from the way Leaf is acting, does Riley pick up that he's kind of um, like, actually, he knows what he's doing and is doing something to, you know, help his lost friend? Or does it seem to Riley like he's just doing crazy stuff, <laughs> like grasping at straws to try to, I don't know, revive his dead friend? Uh, I mean, from Riley's perspective, um, it's I imagine it would kind of be like uh, somebody blue in an emergency room or something like that, you know, cold and lifeless. And there's just the one doctor in there. He's like, give me the paddles and let's see what happens. You know, he, he desperately has, even though his expression is muted, his, his eyes are, are kind of like wide and he's got this really intense focus about him. And it's, it's, it's definitely reeks of desperation. And uh, for what it's worth, uh, shadow um, and, Shadow, you get first dibs because you were there. Um, but uh, the Shadow Dragon's corpse does exude Shadow Mana. Oh, yeah. She'll absorb it if there's Shadow Mana. She's been keeping an eye out for that. So, yeah, you, you'll get your Shadow Mana back uh, from there. Um, it also has an Arcus Mana. Like, she'll, she'll sit there and absorb as much as she can absorb. So okay. Arcus isn't a word. You just made that up. Oh, it's the arcane mana. Uh, so, Shadow, you have an Arcus mana and a Shadow mana. Uh, uh, Leaf, you would be able to, if you want to, you can strip the man, the universal mana from the area. But given what you're about to do, you might also feel like that's probably a bad. Yeah, not not not, not, not interesting. Sure, why? But like stripping all the natural magic out of an area probably seems like a bad idea. Moment. Yeah, not not interested at all in stripping mana. Um, if anything, he's going to wind up putting more mana back back out there. How how many uh, mana did it spend to do the life savey thingy? Uh, it took all four. So you oh. had you had uh, granted from uh, myth mythicking up, and then you had three universals just set. I think my like my mana and stuff gets stashed all over my character sheet. Uh, I believe I still have one granted order mana. That's correct. You have an order mana. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have zero universal mana remaining. Uh, and when you um, when you approach the. Uh, the the dragon like there's a there's the fading like this thing is dead aura on it uh from the silver flame but uh you you know from before that when something's already dead it doesn't like do anything to torch it it's only if it's dying right so then i i think he he gets to work you know tr- dragon hide and dragon bones not necessarily like necromantic, but kind of like sham- shamanic in nature. Yeah. You're incorporating. Yes. You're not going to retrain into a necrobotanist? 
<laughs> uh, well, there's also the Shadow of the Uskwood, like, feat that I could take to straight up go, like, Necro Druid, but I think that would react poorly with my fancy hand. Uh, but uh, I, I think it would also be interesting to throw all of this in there and, I don't know, like, focus an order, man, and see what kind of crazy shit it gets up to with Box 2.0. Okay. Uh, I also did look it up and it's 24 hours. So you're gonna you're gonna toss out a, uh, a order mana and see what it does. Yeah, is like the, as a part of the ritual or whatever to to rejuvenate box. Uh, I, I think he's just gonna like dump all of his resources he has is at his disposal to to make this happen. All right. Uh, well, I will get back to you on the twenty four hour. Uh, and I, I suppose it's it's worth noting that he kind of stays in the Trent form as he's doing this the whole time. I, I take it you have to use multiple uses to go all day, though, right? Uh, I have three uses of Wild Shape right now. Which will give you 24 hours, all right. Well, t- two uses of it were spent to do the Celestial Wild Shape. And uh-huh. so I've basically got 16 hours of Wild Shape left in him. Um in- including like the one that he's currently burning through. Oh, still, that's the waking hours for the most part. Yeah. Shadow. Yes. Anything in particular before the rest of the party arrives? Um, not really. She's a uh, like she like once she gets the the blood harvested and everything. You know, once that's done, she argues with Teresa a little bit. Uh, and he flicks her in the head. She'll just go find somewhere to sit down. Okay. She's, I mean, because, like, she's not in real good shape. So, you know. Right. I imagine moving around hurts. Okay. I think that once it becomes clear that the leaf is set in whatever he's doing, and it may or may not seem like he's a complete madman to try to revive dead friends, but I think either way, giving him a little bit of space at this point in time will probably be for the best, especially since Riley doesn't fully understand strange plant druid stuff that Riley would leave Leaf to do what he's doing and then go check on his other companion, Shadow. Okay. Uh, she is. She looks a little bit different than you recall. Right. Um, she, and, you know, she's not like glowy at all. She is like pitch fucking black everywhere. Yeah, so then uh, Riley will uh, approach and kind of eye her over a little curiously and say, "Uh, you seem to look a little different. Did you do something with your hair? Um, No, Nisa was uh, not handling things so well, so I took over. Uh, Nisa, huh? She was scared. She did not think uh, she could handle what was coming. So she gave me leave. Riley slowly nods and will say, seems to me that there is a bit more about you than um, maybe I initially assumed or was led to believe. What more is there? I am the shadow. Yes, and yes, you are talking about yourself like you're two people. Because we are. In a way, I mean, we share same body, same thoughts, same. It, I mean, she hears everything. She, she's not like gone, but uh, she's uh, 
little upset emotionally, and uh, emotion has no place in killing dragons. Is this like a you-specific thing, or do the the rest of your companions share a similar sort of uh, dynamic? It is everyone. Um, well, Void has to keep separated from self. Um, but the rest, it is up to them how much they let through. Void kind of wipes up. We all have our purposes. And sometimes people lack conviction or bravery or what have you. And in ways they do, in ways they don't. But we're able to help separate out what we need. Okay. Uh, I guess it's just a little bit strange for me, but... If it's not strange for you, then I'll grow accustomed to it, I'm sure. Yes. Either way, uh, everyone, really, honestly, good work with the the dragon. That was a difficult fight. Yes, it could have gotten a lot worse. But those of us who engaged the dragon, uh, everyone involved kind of did their own. Uh, pulled their own weight, so to speak. And it seems to have paid off. Your friend seems to be rather desperate, but seems to have a purpose in moving forward with what he's doing, so I think we should probably find a place to camp nearby. A uh, few things are going to approach the corpse of a rather large dragon, and what scavengers there are for the meat, at least, will likely leave us alone if we're not too close. I agree. There's uh, much to rest from this encounter, um, physically and mentally, but uh, I know for certain that showing the corpse of the dragon to uh, Nina might be a bit of a treat to enlighten her on what the path of adventuring might end up leading to. Make sure she's really in for this. I think... This one's more impactful, and he, like, turns to look at Box and just turns back to, uh, kind of just stand behind Shada. Yes. Well, I'm honestly holding on to my grief, uh, waiting for an explanation from Leaf as to what he's attempting to do. Because, truth be told... The uh, workings of druids and their magics is a little bit above my comprehension. So. It may be more hope on his part than knowledge. I would wait for him to succeed or fail and then ask. Well, in a lot of ways, I think hope and knowledge almost coincide with each other for Leaf in terms of the strength that it gives him. So if there's anyone who could turn hope into something substantial. It'd be that elf over there. And it's best not to question him and have him question himself. That's why I'm over here talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you hurt in the fight? Oh, I got flung through some trees. I, I think I'm doing rather alright. Uh, mentally, my pride's a bit damaged, but I'll recover from that in a day or two. How about you? I took some pretty good hits, but uh, truth is not being truth, is being the Grayson and 
so I'm not going to bother him with it. Oh, uh, there's not too much for me to do here. So as the, uh, did, sorry, out of game, uh, did Leaf like casually mention that he summoned the caravan or that they're approaching? I believe the only words he uttered were box and saving box. Though you may have seen a strange bat or bird or some fusion thereof uh, flit up to him uh, before then flying away. Uh, okay. Just rolling a quick sense motive. Would a 19 kind of clue me in onto maybe what he's thinking? I, I think on? you've seen him cast a spell before right. uh, and kind of like figure that he's sending messages. Okay. Um, if that's enough for at least a hint, then um, Riley will say we might be here for a little bit and we might be waiting for our uh, friends to rejoin us. If what I've seen from Leaf is any indication, why don't I take some time to maybe tend to some of your wounds, huh? That would be welcome. Yeah, I don't have a lot and I'm not particularly great at it, but I've tended enough to my own wounds that I think it might translate well over. And yeah, that's what he'll do. Um, making use of just he, he doesn't have a healer's kit. He doesn't really have anything. It's mostly just like making sure that if there's no broken bones, if there are telling her not to move on them, he's not even trained in heal. <laughs> you know, it's just the basics of the basics, but it's something to keep both him and her occupied. I think pretty much everyone who fell from more than 20 feet has uh, either a broken <laughs> or fractured rib or, or something, right. you know, um, yeah. something that's going to like in the moment, adrenaline and, and, and the fight kept you going, but it, it's like wearing on you for the moment. And healing well, would be best i mean to be fair there's probably like he you know he's like checking out her arms or whatever you know saying you know does this hurt does this hurt can you move this and then he gets like halfway through the quote unquote exam and he's like to be fair giving our state eight hours of rest and we'll be perfectly fine so this is all semantics really yeah as long as i do not move it around too much i am okay just don't put weight too much weight on that side if we can avoid it I can avoid it. I'm not going to stand back up. That's fair. If you need anything, then let me know. I think Shadow fell from like 60 plus feet like two or three times. I don't suppose we have any uh, alcohol right now? It's a pity. A thief stole mine some time ago. So, unfortunately not. I thought you already got uh, your god was a Caden, so I thought maybe you had something. Uh, actually, wait. I do have a common bottle of wine in my inventory. Then let us share some wine. I, I would imagine also, like, in the caravan, like, when they arrive, there's probably yes. some booze Honestly, that's probably where it is. Let's safe to say. Um, Riley maybe wasn't wearing his backpack in the battle. Um, so once the caravan arrives, you will gladly... I will gladly remove that from my inventory to uh, share with Shadow and whoever else wants to partake. I feel like uh, Rousseau also kind of like limps up uh, a bit, a bit battered and like, it's not much, but if you're willing to share, I've got a few drops and he pulls out his flask. I tell him the treats on me. I have this bottle of wine in my backpack for I don't even remember how long. And for all his help, he has totally earned a drink on my behalf. Come sit, be mobile with me. I'm not opposed when he's up in the treetop sleeping an eye, she'll screech if 
Uh, he like sits down. And she'll would screech you, if she would sees you like anything. A sip? She want any? I would hate to drink this without her. She was a great help, at least to me in combat. I don't. I don't think Al's an alcoholic. Have you ever tried Russo? No, but Maybe. I also have seen drunk people try to walk. Imagine flying with that. So, uh, Lord Austria, how did you like your first dragon fight? Oh, I can't say I liked it at all. And it's rather formal. Normally people get a little more friendly and cordial after... You know, traumatic events and such. And uh, I see you've undergone some sort of change. Uh, it did seem better, eh? Well, that's good. The other one seems much nicer. Uh, no offense. Bit cold. No, she is less likely to tell you to go fuck yourself, if that is what you mean. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I hate to interrupt the two of you, but I think we're glossing over a very, very important um, problem that we're facing. So it has come to my attention during this conflict with the dragon that there is some kitsune out there using my name. And I know that this alarms all of you as much as it does me. But I would... Very upset. Exactly. And I think that it's pertinent for us to maintain open eyes and ears and a strong side focus on finding this individual. Especially since this individual's antics and using my name led a dragon straight to us. And do we know where the dragon encountered this? Riley shrugs. No, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have that much time to talk to the dragon about his encounter with the fake Riley Morheim. Well, then we should just have to ask around. Well, yes, we'll have to ask around, I suppose. And when we find him, there's going to be strong words had. Speaking of finding people, uh, Brother Boyd, you should go and find Brother Truth and ask him if he wants some of this. I'm sure he can hear us. He's like five feet away, brooding. We'll go talk to him. All right. Yeah, he'll step around like the tree or two to where uh, to where Truth is sitting down, and he'll and like squat down, and you'll hear mumbled speaking. Ha ha, ha ha. Can we make can we make a perception to uh, hear what's being yeah. said? Yeah, well, I, I would guess. love to proceed to try to hear the dialogue in as much detail as possible. I guess. I got a 27. Well, <sighs> I got it at one. So I guess you don't need to describe the dialogue in full detail to me, but I think you do owe it to Tracy in full detail back and forth. So initially very straightforward um, with your nosy ass perception. Um, uh, he says, Shadow is asking if he wants any of the alcohol being provided given the state that everyone's in come sit and uh, he's like no I don't think I care to like you know she will come back it's like why don't you just go back over there I don't don't feel like dealing with this right now alright I'll be it for me to 
give you a helping hand. And he like stretches and sort of like kicks him in the in the metal boot and uh comes back over and sits down. No. No, the offer needed to be made. Yeah, so is perhaps the most stubborn of us in a way. His nature He is stubborn. He's always been that way. But it is um he has been stubborn about the wrong things now. Who's to say? His purpose enforces his own nature as opposed to counteracting it. He's likely worried. He certainly was, if not now. I have no doubt that he is worried. One cannot blame him for that. But much of his grief he brings upon himself. He is so focused on the truth in general that uh, he forgets the part of his purpose is to remind people and to help people to find the truth within themselves. When is the last time he gave two shits about Nisa's truth instead of what he wanted her truth to be? It is the closest bonds that are hard to break. That's true. I do not argue against that. But you cannot say that uh, the truth is what matters and then ignore the truth that someone lives. Fair, but... I am just telling you what I see, what I observe. That's fine. Is it not part of our purpose to hold each other accountable? No. It is not. She doesn't understand his response. Because there are other parts that deal with that, and we each approach it our own way. A little bit different. There's... Sure, there's the past, there's the things we have to sacrifice, and the parts that are the same, but... That does not change the fact that if we see a brother or sister that is going off track, we have a responsibility to help remind them of that. That is true, but it is not our responsibility to force them onto it. I said nothing, of course. So, let him be worried. I did not say he could not be worried. I think he knows very well where his path lies. Question is whether or not he can see it well. You can know the road is in front of you and still it'd be too dark to see. He seems angry that I'm here. I imagine he's angry that his sister, because it was Nisa, ran off after a dragon that has only gone on to prove that it could absolutely have ended up with not only your death, but the death of several others, had some fortunes in our favor not happened. Nisa has been very upfront since the beginning that she had to find and defeat one such dragon. But rushing in headlong is not always the best option. And she did not force anybody to come with her. In a true way, no. But at the same time, did you think that we would just let you go in alone, certain of death? I think that it is your choice whether to follow people or not. 
It is. But she does not have the choice to decide not to complete her mission. Being angry at her for trying to do so, that is not fair. I don't think that's why he's mad. If it was, he would have been mad at you before. She did what had to be done. And we've lost someone. And our companion is scrabbling desperately to try and do anything to undo that. Ekron seems to have already revived his companion via some magics. But I believe, given his profession, that it is tied to his companion. So you are saying that she should have avoided doing what she was supposed to do in order to save them? Should, maybe, not. Could have. It's possible we could have ran, came back better prepared. But it's also possible we may not have been able to run. But nonetheless, people will think about these possibilities. So let them think. Then let them prude. If he is going to brood, as you say, every time she does what she has to do, he is going to be very upset for a long time to come. And he may well be. I don't think it went over well with him when he saw you fall off the dragon and plummet to the ground below and hit it rather hard. We have told him since this began that it was very likely to result in her death. But what choice does she have? A few good ones. She has none. She must do what she was told to do. That doesn't sound very much like Our Lady's way. So what, do you want to return around and go home to the temple to tell our goddess to let somebody else do it? No. But things tend to come in time. And there are many paths between everything. Then she should go back to letting him choose her path? No. Then why do you question it? I don't. I just talk. Do not talk things that will cause her more grief. Alright. I think the caravan, so to speak, the pair of cart with the few people uh, between it, between them, uh, finally kind of ekes its way through the woods and arrives led by a little bird bat thing <laughs> a bear b- and we'll come back next time on Dungeon Ball Z except that's not the ac- outro <laughs> flawless uh, people are already unsubscribing because you killed Box <laughs> <laughs> not the mascot <laughs> the question is was Gray Malkin in the tree and did he say oh, Gray, Gray Malkin was in the backpack? <laughs> <laughs> just this rotten cat in there. No, um, Gray, Gray Malkin fucking bails when it gets to a fight. But Gray Malkin's probably around.
Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler, Cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Duster's Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy, and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning, and uh, I kind of had... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the untimely dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Eterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams. Hey, did you know you can upgrade the reactor on our ship to a Troidal Series 3 Turbofan model? No. I mean, it's only slightly exploded, look. No. <laughs> 
Ladies, ladies, we've got a job. Oh, thank God. I don't care what it is. Just please stop beating my engines. It's some kind of advertising job for our Cosmopunk show, it looks like. Uh, but it's got to be quick. It can't be anything longer than 50 seconds. Uh, flyboy, set a timer for 50 seconds. No, we, we've already started. The timer's going to mean the damn thing. Oh, it'll give us a rough idea. Hang on, I didn't agree to be in an advert. Well, it's too late. You're already in it. Besides, it'll be over by the time you get your fat coyote butt out the room. Hey, you're fatter than I am. Oh, stop arguing, you lot. I'll do it. <clears throat> Cosmopunk is a Starfinder actual play podcast focusing on character-driven storytelling. We're four friends from the UK, and occasionally more than four friends from not the UK. We play homebrew stories for the crew of the Like a Seven set in Paizo's Starfinder universe. Follow the adventures of four alien mercs as we get into trouble and the vast of space. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and check us out at cosmopunk.net. Wow, that was actually really good.